on page Kufyutes. Das atzmucha gilui ha'etzim revealing the etzim of a person of oneself is not just some good advice, but it is the answer, the solution to all of the struggles that a person has in this world, in his life, with low self-esteem, injured, damaged ego, lack of confidence. We're going to learn today about sadness, difficulties, problems. It's the solution that comes from within the person as opposed to the individual depending on answers, explanations, compliments, pats on the back, hugs and kisses from the outside, which is all good, and it's certainly a mitzvah to dispense. But as far as a person building himself, the emes, it's only with the gilui of that deepest truth of who you are. The middle of Kofiutas. A person must accustom himself to thinking about this. To this machshav, he must accustom himself to this. The dogma, for instance. Adam shemargish klape atzmai kaasim. A person is angry with himself. Is angry with himself. This develops, of course, over time. He's angry with himself about this. He's upset about that. This, over time, develops into a problem of of a very negative way of seeing himself and broken self-esteem. For whatever reason, there's a certain thing in his life that meant a lot to him, and he was working on it, and he was nirshal, failed. Things are not working out socially, could be with a shidduch, or God forbid, a person's marriage, things are not working out, a good friend, something didn't work out. That's the original Hebrew word for financial. A person's having financial difficulties. There's no lack of problems of difficulties that a person can have in this world. And as a result of these problems of these failures and usually the way person the way the person experiences or imagines this is that it's one clap after the other you know usually you could show him that you know, there are a couple of months in between a couple of sometimes a couple of years in between but the nature of a person is to feel that my whole life is my whole life is uh, more than 10 makis and the, and the makis didn't have any space in between them that at least power had a, had a week had some time, a month, 
depending upon which makin, which view. But there was some time in between. The person sees himself as a whole life of ongoing makis. And it comes to a point where he sees himself as being an ishlo matzliach. Somebody who is not matzliach. Because of all of his failures, and he's not and he's not lying. We're not talking about a person who's imagining things. He has a record. He shows. He, he could show you. Know, you ask him, he'll tell you. This happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. I tried this. This didn't work. I tried this. This didn't work. Not, again, not that it's totally on that, but the person is not is not. Uh, a Baldinian, yeah, he, had pro- he has problems. The things that didn't work out, he's failed. <clears throat> you know, I, there was a, there was, I remember when I was teaching 12th grade boys, I was teaching Gemara many years ago to the Chavra, and there was a boy, you know, I, I, make, I always made it a, 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 in principle, I never looked at anybody's report cards or records from before they came to my class. I, I didn't think... It was necessary. I, I, I wanted to meet each boy as somebody new and to see, you know, even though I know that wasn't maybe smart, he's supposed to, he's supposed to have uh, an idea of where he's coming from and how he did and so on, but I, I, I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to see how new chavr and to meet everybody. So after the first Bechina, there, there was a fellow that it, it was shocking. I mean, he didn't get anything right. And there were also empty spaces and things, and it was so. <clears throat> so I spoke to him and I asked him. I remember this. I spoke to him. I said, you know, if you want to, we can go over it a little bit, or maybe you're not so good at, you know, written different aces. He said, yeah, but he didn't look like he was depressed. He just said, I have never passed a test in my life. I said, um, English, Hebrew. He says, Across the board, I'm just not a good. I'm not a. I'm not a good student. And he passed on himself in such a way. So I saw there wasn't like I was thinking of asking him, like what about, like like what about in gym? How are you in gym? You know. But I saw that he was so like to the, it was so pushed to him that he's a failure. It was so pushed to him that he's a failure. So I tried afterwards. I gave him to say over the Gemara on a tape. Remember we used to have those cassettes? <clears throat> so I gave him the Silver Gemara tape. And I gave, a, I gave him one of the, a very sharp boy to chaza with him a lot. And to and, and with the open the Gemara, not to close the Gemara. And the open Gemara to say it on the tape. He's much slick. He was able to do it. He's not able to write. He gets very scared or something with writing. But I wasn't, it wasn't a question of arguing with his record. He was trying to think of something different. But the record was a depressing record. The person, there is such a thing that a person's not Matzliach. And he's not deluding himself that he's Matzliach. So the question is, whether he feels partially bad about himself or he feels altogether that he's just not Matzliach. How, how can one contend with this? This modeid means to, 
How do you deal with this? How do you contend with the what appears to be the rational conclusion that an individual has reached when looking over a life that is filled with that is filled with failures? Mahapisa, what's the solution to this? Remember we spoke last week that the Rebbein Shalom is the baker, you remember? And the baker knows the ingredients. The baker knows the ingredients that he put into the, into the dough. Into the, he, he has the recipe and he made the bread or he made the cake, whatever it is, the baker knows. This person whose report card of life is not good. It's a bad report card. He has to look to be misboining on the truth. That I was created. My existence. But the Barbie oil and the creator, the baker, and he put me together. Zakura was a bit. Zakura was a bit. The creator himself, the big baker, says Adis. He testifies. On each and every one of us. You're a yid. Your prize-winning recipe. It's delicious. He says, hey, this and he's true. So the Yitzira of who I am is good. The Bayer the Creator, has signed his name at the bottom of the star of the document. And the Bayer Shalom says, Taif. Not just Taif. Kaddish, the Tahar. Kaya that koyach of ra, that's bad, whether it's emotional issues, intellectual chesreinus, whatever, whatever they might be. There are books and books and books and libraries that are filled with problems that people have. So the koyach ha-ra should be mahu. What is it? All of us who have been learning the Sefer from the beginning connected this very strongly. All of that Ra is a Lavush, is a garment, it's a coat <coughs> that unfortunately, I'm not making believe that, it's, that this isn't a problem, but it's a Lavush that I wear, that I've worn over the years. Could be that this garment was that my parents began to sew this garment with negative things, a teacher, a rabbi. Then there were stitches that were put in by society. And there are other, there are other, other many other sources that put together this lavush, this garment, that covers the ani of who I am. But the ani is nishmasi, shezu nishmasi. This is the big question of life. 
Is it possible, can it be, that the lavush, that the garment, can the garment possibly uproot and undermine that label, that label of toiv ma'ayd, that the Bani Shalom seared into me. We're not talking here about an outfit that has on it a, a, a person, you could, a, a human being could wear different, different outfits, and he could wear a more expensive label and a less expensive label. My mother had, had a relative that she, she always asked my father, my father, my father was a tailor all the years when he was working, he had a business, he was a tailor, and she used to ask my father to, to my father, have to sew in labels into her dresses, like from Sashfoot Avenue with Lord and Taylor. She really would get them like in these second-hand places, but she would ask my father to sew in labels. It was Achmanis, and she used to show her friends, like, oh, whatever this is, I have a, from Lord and Taylor, I have Sashfoot Avenue, my father. So Mr. Gasper, she makes her happy, so my father used to sew in labels for her into all her outfits make it look like it was expensive. So there are different labels on outfits that people have. There's not labels. And we've been labeled by teachers and by parents and by people who know us. Usually, usually we're most brutal on ourselves as far as the labels are concerned. The question is, can the label that you, that you have sewn onto your lavush, onto the garment, can that be oike, can that uproot the the chasima, the seal of the Creator who made you. It's absurd. It's, it's absurd. The Bani Shlomim was chaysein the chasimas yodei hakedoshu with his holy hand. He made a chasim, he sealed in each and every one of us with a, with a boy, with a zacher, it's the chaysim ois bris kaidish. And with a girl, the chasim, which chazal say that even though she doesn't have a bris, but there's a bris halev that was seared into the heart. Can, can it be that the label that you're wearing on your, on your outfit, the label that you're wearing on your outfit, could that possibly take away the chasima of the creator of the bari Eilon, of the ani, the vada shaloi? Absolutely not. The actual Ani is totally good. Not because of somebody who is impressed with it or says this or says that. Not be, again, not because of compliments and opinions or polls. That's the Mitzvah. That's, that's how the Bari Adam created me. Even though I have faults, I have certain faults, I have imperfections, I have certain deficiencies. I have, I'm not going to lie, to be honest, I have these deficiencies, I have these faults. Vadai, certainly. A person is not allowed to be delusional. 
And not to recognize his chesreinus. That's ridiculous. Not to recognize one's chesreinus. Many years ago, we were, there was a housing that we had. My wife is in Brooklyn, and, and she wanted to live in Brooklyn. <clears throat> That's not something that I, that I was in favor of. But I was open to it for a while, around an hour. I was open to it. <clears throat> and and um, so my wife, for a few Sundays, we went with the brokers to see in Brooklyn. I think I might, might have once told you this. And, and there was a... Now, I was very... I, I didn't have a good time with these people that took us to see houses. I found that they would say it was one thing on the telephone, and then when you came to the place, it wasn't like what they said. And I, and I, and I didn't have time to dray around with these things, to go looking at these places. And uh, so this sounded like it's gewalt, gewalt, gewalt. And my wife says, let's try this. And it was like, you know, the area is a good area, and it's gewalt. So we're going to go to the, this place. Okay, so you went. And we go, we pull onto this block. <clears throat> and I see that the railroad track is going through the backyards of this block. The train is going through the backyard mamish of the, of the block. And so I said to my wife, I'm not going into this. I'm not going into the house. I, I, I Listen, I, I'm, I'm willing to try if you want to live in Brooklyn, but I'm not from this area. I can't live with a train going in the backyard. So my wife said, uh, "No, okay, we're not going to, we're not going to take it much, but it's not nice because they, they came here, whatever, they made an appointment, and we have to go in." So I, I was being uh, immature, and I said, "You go in. I'm not going to go into this. Ridiculous." I'll sit in the car. I'm with you. I'm going to go in with this. The, the, the railroads going back. Yeah, like you can see the people with the New York, with the Daily News, like going out from the, you know, from your window. You see people with the, standing in the, uh, in the train. So I'm not going. And I said, "You can't do that." And, okay, so I went in. So they're there, the people, it's not, it's a very goyish house, and we're, and we're there, you know, everything was wood paneling from top to bottom, and all these, like, gaudy things, and, and then we're standing around talking, and I'm being, I'm being quiet, I'm just letting my wife do everything, and, and, and my wife's being very pleasant, and after around five minutes, the, a train came. Everybody, <laughs> so I'm telling you, it felt like there was an explosion, and the whole thing's like a shaking, and, and, I'm, and I'm just looking around, and everything's like moving, and, and then, and, and, uh, and after the train, so then everybody was like quiet for like a, a two minutes until the train left, was, was gone, and, and, uh, and, and I, said to the, to the, uh, I said to the guy, like the real estate guy, I said, what do you think about that? <laughs> so the guy goes, well, what? Because <laughs> he said, what? And then the, the owner, the owner says, uh, what's the matter? I said, what's the matter? That was like uh, a train went past the house. It's like 15 feet away from the window. You see the people in the train going there. Like, doesn't that, that noise doesn't, and things moving? Ah, oh, that's, no, we, we, you know, we, we, and the wife says, no, we like it. We find it very soothing. And we like it like that, you know. <clears throat> people, a person can live with dunyanis 
that he has worse than the railroad going through his life and, and, and the tumult in his life. And you, could go, and you can go your whole life going saying, what? Nah, I'm not talking about a Baldinian. The person is honest. He says, there's a big chisarin over here. Certainly, we're not talking about overlooking faults and problems and making believe they don't exist and covering them. That's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Only a fool, a liar, lives his life like that. That's ridiculous. The bottom of Kofi test. No, a person knows what his milas are, his good points, and he knows his chesronis. And that does not prevent the person from overcoming this issue of, of, of broken self-esteem. Because it's not that I don't have these chesroinahs. It's not that I don't have problems. I have problem A, B, C, D. But I'm going to talk about them realistically. I'm not going to add. I'm not going to take away. These are problems that I have. And I'm not going to blame them on other people. That's a very big chisar. Even though you could find an explanation why it's this person's fault and it's that, I'm not going to blame it on other. I have these, this is the mitzvah, wherever it came from, I have these problems. But despite the chisarinus, and despite the knowledge that I have that I must address these chisarinus, I know that I must not overlook, God forbid, the tool that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me to overcome every one of these chesuanas and to ultimately leave the world a tzaddik. Because the etzim is toiv ma'ayd, of who I am. Shum chesuan ba'aylam. There's not any chesuan in the world. Afilu haraya ha'gadol b'yayaser and kufchaf. Even the worst fault, the most horrible thing. Page Kufchaf. La yuchal leker es metzias helakai neshamish nesatibi tahirihi. Even the worst fault in the world cannot possibly, cannot possibly uproot that seal of the Creator that's seared into my existence. Elakai neshamish nesatibi. The soul that you gave me is tahirihi. Ef shalakas. It's impossible to take that away. It's obviously it's not enough just to know this in the brain, in the head. We have to be misboining, we have to think about this, to think deeply about this over and over. If there's a person who has, and now it's very common, who has, a, who has a, this negative way of seeing himself, a low self image. He's angry with himself. He's angry about many, many, for many, many things. He must clear aside 
he must put aside some time of the day, a little bit of time. Kol echad, each person lefi kaychay v'evshu each person according to his kaychus and according to the possibilities of that day of his schedule. Olahaschil is binding to begin thinking. Miyani be'emes, who am I really? Harasha b'kirbi, that which is bad in my life. Magidroi, what is it? What is the bad in my life? How do I define it? How do I understand it? What is it really? Does it have the ability, does the lavush, does the label on my coat have the ability to be oiker, to uproot, to destroy the toiv ma'id of who I am? First to believe, to believe deeply in what we're talking about and what we're learning. And think about it. To think more and more. The sheket of a roig, and not when it's busy and noisy and there's a tumult, but in a quiet time, the sheket of a roig, calmly, quiet. To establish firmly in your mind that this is the truth. There is no label that anybody has given me or I have given myself. There's not one label in the world that could steal away, take away from me the the inner and true good that's hidden within me of who I am. And slowly, the koyach ha-toiv, the koyach of good, slowly, slowly begins to be misgaleh. It reveals and comes out more and more. The yetsel dechutz. There's a beautiful Torah from Rabbi Yosef Yisraelovich. Say chetzalik levacha. He explains in the in the Haggadah, Avodim Hayinu LeParo Mitzrayim. We were slaves to Paro in Mitzrayim. And the Belshabe explains that you see that Paro had Paro had servants. He had slaves, and the Torah calls them Avde Paro, Avde Paro, the slaves of Paro. In the Haggadah it says, Avodim Hayinu Leparo B'Mitzrayim. We're not called Avdei Paro. Listen carefully. It says, Avodim Hayinu Leparo B'Mitzrayim. In other words, we were slaves to Paro, but we were not Paro's slaves. Yeshua makes this chilk. We were slaves to Paro, but we're not, we were not Paro's slaves. What's the difference? When you look at these two people, they're both schlepping, and they're both filthy, and they're both tired, they look the same. And they both have on them tags that say on it, Paro. They belong, they both belong to Paro, the Kenyan of Paro. But there's a big difference between Avde Paro, Paro's slaves, 
and Yidin, who are Avodim Hayinu, we were slaves to Paro in Mitzrayim. Because the fact that we were slaves means the following. That in the etzim of who we were, we still, saw, we still saw ourselves as free people. We still felt ourselves to be Avdei Hashem. Free people with their own minds. Who are the Avdei Paro? The Avdei Paro, the Evid Paro, is a person who identifies his, his entire personality, his entire existence with being an Evid of Paro. By Yehid it says, Avadam Mitzrayim, meaning that we worked for Paro in Mitzrayim. We acted as slaves during that time that we didn't have a choice and we were forced to, to be his slaves. But who are we? Avdei Hashem. Avdei Hashem. And that, I, the, that way that I identify myself as an Ebed Hashem is, is intrinsical. Inseparable from my existence. If was the, the fact that I was a slave to Paro and Mitzrayim was, was extrinsic, not intrinsic. Intrinsically, a person's an Eved Hashem. Extrinsically, sometimes, unfortunately, in our lives, we do things that we shouldn't be doing. We get a little bit involved with Paro. And it looks... To the world, somebody from the outside would say, "You look the same as you look like you look like any any one of the Avde Parah." But there's a difference. The difference is that even though sometimes a person works for Paro, but he doesn't identify intrinsically himself as an Evid Paro, and that didn't destroy the fact that he. The fact that he worked for Paro during that time didn't destroy his inner personality. And Mitzrayim, all the years of slavery, didn't destroy our inner personality as the children of the others. As the children of Avim, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, of Sarif, Garachel, and Light. It didn't destroy that. And therefore, while we were in the mud, and while we were schlepping, and while we looked like the Avde Paro, there's a big difference. Because inside of ourselves, we were still hoping for something better. We knew that we were the children of the others. And we were still dreaming of, of something different. And we could be different. And this is not who we are, the Edson. That's when you see sometimes, it's a sad thing when you see that there's a, a Jew that's working in a place that's not Jewish and he starts to talk like, like that. You see a Jew starts to use language that's not nice and so on. It's one thing that you have to be in the city or you have to be at a certain factory, you have to be in a certain office. And in order to, so, so you have to work there. But there's a difference between being Avodim Hayinu so-and-so in Manhattan. Avodim Hayinu so-and-so wherever you are, in the Long Island, in New Jersey, and being Avdei 
so and so. There's a difference. There's a difference. Ayid, Ayid is an Evan Hashem. That's who he is intrinsically. And therefore, no matter how much he might resemble the Avde Paro in the office of the factory, he has to do whatever he's able to do to preserve that inner point of what? Of Hamevi Goyal of Nei of who he is. And that's exactly what we're learning. Even the worst person. If we could even say such a thing, that there's a Jew like that. Even that person who got forbid is terrible. If he would engrave it deep into his mind. And think deeply. And go over and repeat over and over. Even though I have revealed in my life and I see in my life terrible, terrible evil. Terrible. The Metzias HaPnimishali is is toiv. is unbreakable. I've been working as an Evid, but I'm not an Evid. I've been working as an Evid. And not again that he needs somebody from the outside to tell him. You're not so bad. You haven't you haven't murdered everybody in your family. There's still a second cousin that that that, that ran away someplace. You haven't gotten them. You're not altogether bad. There's still some good in you. Your mother still loves you, or something like that. No, this is the person within himself, who he is. If a person goes over this, and even this person who seems horrible, and he's done horrible things, if he keeps on working on this Nakud that we're learning, then ultimately, the fire that burns deep in the sna, in that bush, that fire is going to come out. And it's going to defeat. It's a fire, mamish. And it's going to defeat the Kayach It's going to burn away all the Ra. And he thought that Ra, there's no way that that bed in his life could possibly be. It's going to burn it completely. Madur. How? Why? Kikifisha diyarna. Kayach ha-toyv bani kayach ha-neshama. Kayach ha-toyv bani kayach ha-neshama. Because the Kayach of good is from the neshama. The koyach hara mi koyach saguf, and the koyach hara, the label on the lavush on the garment is from the garment. That's the guf. A is the koyach yoyser chazak ben. So which is stronger? Which is stronger? A is the koyach yoyser chazak ben. Haneshama ay haguf. What's stronger, the neshama or the guf? The fact that the Jewish people are alive is the greatest proof, more than any other proof on earth, that the Koyach HaNeshama is greater than the Koyach HaGuf. 
Because here, the weakest, smallest, most vulnerable people on earth are standing here, Matzah Shabbat Shira, Tarshan Son of Tess, and we're learning Taras Maisha. We're learning Taras Hashem. When every single thug, every single goof in the world has taken a shot at us, there isn't a goof on earth that hasn't that it hasn't taken its shot, that it hasn't made its attempt to destroy Klai Yisrael. The Neshama comes from beyond this world. It's not subject to the laws and regulations, the rules and regulations that bring to the destruction of physical matter. There are certain things, there are certain, there's a certain way that physical matter exists and there are certain things that take away its existence. And there are nations of the world, Balei Choymer, who are here and then they're gone and they come and then they go. The Balei Choymer. The existence of a yid is something different. <clears throat> and the existence of Knesset Yisrael is something different. The Neshom is Menhe Al-Yoyne. He yoyse chazok mehaguf. The essence, the morale always talks about this, that the etzem, the essence, always outlasts, outlives the mikreh. The Mikra means that which is coincidental. That which is not the essence. It's a cloud. Therefore, when a person is Megala, when a person is able to reveal the etzim of who he is, his Nishama, Nishmasai tenatseach has Then the Nishama will be victorious over the guf. And then they will be revealed naturally. The toiv of who he is, even though he did all those horrible things, but then there will be the natural true toiv will shine. So if you a person can come and ask, What do you mean? The Nisham is stronger than the Guf. I'm the living example. A person could say that the goof is stronger than the neshama. I'll give you a proof. This morning my neshama said to go to shul, and my goof said stay in bed, and I stayed in bed. And there you have it. The goof is stronger than the neshama. I'll tell you something else. The neshama just said to me on Shabbos, the neshama just said to me on Shabbos, don't have, don't have that 14th piece of cake. That's what the neshama said. Kaidam kal, the neshama is smart, and the neshama says, that's, that's hurting you. It's bad for you. You're going to be sick after Shabbos. And, 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 it's, and also, you, you know, you, may, you, you want to you go to that chasna in two weeks, not going to be able to get into that outfit or something. I mean, the Nisham is talking seichel. The Nisham is talking seichel. Don't have that piece of cake. Right? And the Guf says, go ahead, it's Ahmanis. It'll work out. You've been deprived your whole life. You deserve a little happiness. And so on and so forth. <clears throat> and about the chasna, eh, 
They're not, they didn't look so happy last time I saw them. Maybe they're not going to make a chasna in the end. You know, there are all kinds of possibilities. Crazy things, right? And the person says, and I want to tell you something. I had the 14 piece of cake. So there you go. It's another eye. That the goof beat the neshama. So what are you telling me the neshama is stronger than the goof? I have, my life is a proof that the, that the goof is stronger than the neshama. See, every day and every hour of the day that the goof is beating the neshama. Hatshuva amitisi, what's the answer to that? Haguf ain't menetzeach af pamis on neshama. Listen carefully. The goof never ever has beaten the neshama. It can't be. The goof has never beaten the neshama. This is the problem of both sides. I'm not going to go into it right now, but I just want to be many times. The problem with all the schmoozing that we hear, a lot of the schmoozing that we hear, and even if you're looking in a certain safe and you're not seeing it in the right way. So you get this impression from certain sfarim that the neshama is like, the, is like, is a weakling and is feeble, and the goof is this monster. And the Nisham doesn't stand a chance against the goof. I like to tell, like I've often spoken about, they tell the kids in the, they're in Eretz Israel and Yeshiva and seminary for a year, don't go back to America, don't back, go back to America, don't go back to your parents, don't even talk to your parents. Because there, there are things like this, and that, that I was exaggerating. They don't say don't talk to your parents, but be very weary of your parents, that I've heard. Because your parents come from the Olam HaGuf. And we're trying to give you here the Nisham. America is a disgusting place. You can go back to America, you're going to lose all your Yiddish kind. And what they're telling you over and over again, you're hearing from some of these people that say that is that you're a feeble, weak, empty, lost soul. If you stay with us, maybe for years we'll feed you, we'll build you up into something. But in the meantime, you don't, you don't have the kaiches to defeat the sitra'achva that's in America. The whole America is a sitra'achva. And they know because half of them are in America here for the year on trips to raise money and so on <laughs> and, to, and to recruit. They know, they know. <coughs> the goof never wins with the Nisham. The goof cannot defeat the Nisham. It's not true. That's a big, big lie. And that's the biggest Yetzirah that the goof could beat the Nisham. The reason that it's not it's true, we gave in to the piece of cake. And worse things than a piece of cake. Right, we gave in. That's not because the Nishama lost to the goof. It's because I haven't used my Nishama. Because I don't, I've never, I never introduced myself to my own Nishama. I chased away my neshama. I'm not involved with my neshama. I haven't revealed my neshama. I haven't plugged into my neshama. If you don't identify yourself as a neshama, it's just wearing the garment, the lavush of a guf. That means you identify yourself as a goof. So since you identify with the goof, that's who you are. So the goof wins because that's who you are. That's how you see yourself. So of course the goof is going to be stronger. 
You're always stronger and better at what you think you are good at. That's just how life is. So the light of the neshama has been extinguished. Or it's very, very dim. The Kaven Sha'ar Nishmasai Kava, since the light of the Nishama by this person is so, so weak, it's like it's extinguished. Khalila. Therefore the Guf is the is the king. The Guf rules. To what can this be compared? There's a war between two nations. At night, one of the sides in the war, one of the armies went to sleep. The enemy came. The enemy attacked, conquered the whole camp. They were sleeping. If the army was awake, if they had been awake, and they were fighting, they would be fighting. They're a good army. They're well equipped, they know how to fight, they're strong, they would have won. But what do you want? They were sleeping. So the other, the other army comes into the camp, and you have these, you have these, these courageous, ferocious warriors, and then their pajamas, which was the teddy bear, the little Krishna next to his bed. So what do you want? He says, one side is sleeping. That's how they're saying the Irani and the other side is awake and, and they come in there to fight. So what's the Shaila? So the, the side that's awake is going to win. Our job is to wake up the neshama, to reveal the neshama, to bring it out in our lives. And if the neshama is awake, certainly he has a guf, the garment, the lavush. <clears throat> and if there is taka a war between the Nisham and the Guf. That guy that says, I gave and I ate the 14 piece of cake. There was no war between the Nisham and the Guf. What kind of war was that? That was a war. There wasn't a war. He didn't bring out the, the Nishama. When you and I give into that avayr, we didn't bring out the Nishama to fight against the Guf. It was all Guf. A little thing the Neshama said, please don't. They're like, a, like you know, like a, nothing. And the goof is, it's not the Neshama never was taken out from its case. And the Neshama wasn't taken out. So that's not called the Milchama. That's not called the Milchama. It's not called a war. And when you lose, it doesn't mean you lost the war. It doesn't mean you lost any battle. There wasn't a battle to begin with. What kind of a war? That's not a war. You didn't lose a war. You were sleeping. But if the neshama is awake, then you could have a war between the neshama and the guf. Ah, the vaday shon neshama tenaseh. What's a shayim? Then the neshama, the neshama will, will will blow the other army away, mamish.
Can the Shoma Kirk Ruchni? The Shoma is the Kirk Ruchni. Takif, Harbe, Yois, it's been Hal Yoinim. It's much stronger than the Kirkus Aguf. What's to even compare? Madua Guf Minatseev. Why is the Guf Minatseev? How can we see that the Guf seems to have such a good record? The body seems to have such a lopsided record of victories, and our neshamas seem to have such a poor, poor showing. Made it they made a very poor record over the years. says, "I am asleep." The I is asleep. The true I, ani yeshena, the true I, is sleeping. Nishmasay Reduma, my Nishamish is Fashluft. In Kain Nishosha Megiya Haguf, Lehilochim and Nishama. So then, when the Guf, when the body comes to fight with the Nishama, it's true that the Nishama is it's sleeping. It's not a war. The Nishama is not even awake. But if the Nishama, the Guf doesn't have to even make a war. It's not even a war. What's a war? Stay in bed, Tatu. That's it. Don't go to shul. Stay in there. Finished. It's not hard. If the other side is asleep, then it's conquered immediately. It doesn't have a chance. In order to build the koyach of toiv in himself, and to get rid of the ra, and to get rid of that negative self-image that comes as a result of all the ra of your life. The person must wake himself up. That's the language of the Rambam, that the shoifer... And the Shoshon is to wake us up. Wake up! Because if you wake up, then, then Shuvah will be the easiest and most pleasant thing in the world. If you wake up, then the Shoshon. Then you have the Shoshon. Let me that in the Maimon from the Tanya Monday morning. Madua. Ki b'chdei she'odom yuchel asalik yasamagroi sa'atzmi yoishabai. Because in order for a person to remove his faults, his problems, his deficiencies, and so on. You have to take out that weapon that the Barshalom gave each and every one of us, which is the Neshama, the Koyach that's stronger than anything in the world, stronger than any bad thing he ever did. In order to do that, to be Ma'ira, this Koyach. You know, the Shirish of the eights, it's Tubishvat, Erev Tubishvat. <clears throat> the root of the tree, you don't see that with your eyes. But the whole giddle of the tree is that it could be a big, big tree. So the whole trunk and the branches and the leaves and the, and the, and the fruits and more fruits, everything, all of that is growing because 
the shoyish of the tree is alive. You understand? The root of the tree, which you don't see with the eyes. The problem is we don't see that part of ourselves. And we have to mechazek that amun in ourselves. V'yikach Moshe as atzmais Yosef imay. It says in the parasha we just learned, and <clears throat> the gaul of Mitzrayim revolved around this nakuda, that Moshe Rabbeinu took the aroinah shal Yosef, Moshe Rabbeinu took the bones of Yosef at Tzadik, atzmais Yosef imay. V'yikach Moshe as atzmais Yosef imay. means that a Jew has to know the atzmais the atmos of who he is is Yosef at Tzadik. Atmos vayikach Moishes. Atmos Yosef imoy means that to get out of the shibud of Mitzrayim, to get out of that dimyan, that God forbid we're avdei para, and that we're doomed to always lose to the gulf and to the Yitzhar. The atmos Yosef. Yosef is Tzadik. Vayikach Moishes. Atmos Yosef imoy means. That to get out of Mitzrayim, I have to start to see myself not as a Baltaiva, not as a Mitzri, not as a Munuvel, a Mushkus, as a nobody. I have to begin to see the Atzmus of who I am as what? Yosef Atzadik. Yosef Atzadik. Not because somebody said that about me, or because I did a lot of nice things, or because I ran some kind of a project to help the soldiers or something, I sent them packages. That's all nice stuff, but not, that's not why. The Atzmus Yosef, Aikach Moshe's Atzmus Yosef. It means that may Oilam, may Oilam, I never left the Shurish of Yosef at Sadiq. With all the bad that I've done in my life, I'm still carrying in my life the Aroinus of Yosef. When we left Mitzrayim, we were carrying the, the bones of Yosef at Sadiq. The Aroinus of Yosef goes with the Jew wherever he goes. The Atzmas Yosef can't leave us. Because if God forbid you let go of the Atzmas Yosef, then you never can leave Mitzrayim. Even if you go thousands of miles away from Egypt, you're still an Egyptian. You're a Jewish Egyptian. But only if you, only if you look in your life and you believe, even you can't see with your eyes, it's the root. It's not the trunk, it's not the leaves, it's not the flowers. But if you look and you believe that underneath all of that, there's the Asmus Yosef, and you see the Aronish Yosef traveling with you, when the Aronish Yosef is with you, then no matter what bad you did in your life, you know that you never, ever, ever took away your connection to the root, to the Asmus Yosef of who you are. That Vayikach Moshe's Asmus Yosef Imai. A person has to be more that reality within himself. Let's just finish the next few sentences. How you wake up the neshama. Certainly, everything we learn, every time we learn it, all the misses we do, bring that out, bring that out. Terimitzvah brings it out. The person, as the Chinuch says, is nifalk, has a big effect on us to draw out our inner essence, to bring out the Atzmas Yosef. By acting like Yosef HaTzadik, we bring out more of Yosef HaTzadik. is to believe in the Atzmas Yosef. Of course, everything to do, but to believe in the, in the existence of what? Of Atzmas Yosef, of the Shorish, of the tree. By thinking deeply and realizing 
that the ani is that part of me that I don't see, even though I've seen so many things that I've done in my life, and it's bad, some good, a lot of bad, but the part of me, the root, I don't see. That's the atzmus yoyseif, that's be'etzmus, the neshom, that's good, I dayas, b'en neshani, ha'atzmishli, hu'toiv ma'oid. That's how you bring out the neshom. Thinking about it, not a passing thought, thinking about it. Not when it's, not right when you did the when it's busyness, and then you're upset, but when it's quiet, and you think over and more and more. If a person does not do this, he does not awaken his neshama. Then you're living in the world of the guf. Forget about it. The war is lost from the beginning. It's a it's a losing battle. It's, it's not even a battle. It's not even it's not even a battle. It's fafalim. It's the sleeping. It's the soldier sleeping in his pajamas. It's the saddest thing in the world. This powerful soldier has unbelievable kaiches, and he's sleeping over there. So what are you going to do? Novinim kein shavoides haldim leilachim imazihu atzmi hayarut shaloi. We understand that the avoid of a person to fight against this negative self-image, imakaosim haatzmi, and all the anger that he has against himself because of all the bad stuff he did, shar maran bishin other bad things. All bad things which we can talk about next week. Sadness, depression, that's what we're going to discuss next week. She asked them all the sadness and depression. He racked the only way to fight against that as by identifying oneself waking up and to wake up inside to bring out the Arayna Shayasef inside of us. which the Atzimus, the Etzim of who I am, of Ani, and when we have that then it's Hayom Rav, Hayona, it's Hayadim, Yisav, La'achor. There isn't an ocean in the world that can hold us back. There isn't an army, there isn't an ocean in the world that can hold us back. On more of a national level, which I know it's already late, just mamish for 30 seconds. It's the same thing that comes to us even as a people, even in the Muhammad that we have over Eretz Yisrael. And Hamev and Yavin are not going to go into Arichas. The second that Jews in Eretz Yisrael, that our brothers in Eretz Yisrael, Stop believing in the truth that Eretz Yisrael is ours because of the Bari Oilam who gave it to us. The second we start believing that Eretz Yisrael is the blood of a Jew, that it's the Etzim of Klai Yisrael, that Eretz Yisrael is our Nisham, the second we start believing that, then we're lost. Then we never finish the, these wars. You see, we can never finish these wars. We're nervous. What did the Goyim say about us? We're nervous. And every time there's a Muhammad, we always stop, right? Because we don't believe in ourselves anymore. It used to be the old time, the old time Chav, even if they weren't from, but they were filled with a deep, deep emuna that Eretz Yisrael is inseparable from Klai Yisrael. It's not extrinsic to who we are, it's intrinsic to our existence, Eretz Yisrael. It's not extrinsic. But if you start to see Eretz Yisrael as no extrinsic, and you want, you say, I just want to be a person like other people, I want to have Menuchah. Everybody deserves menuchah. I don't want to have to worry about this. We're going to make peace. You can come up to say all kinds of things that are irrational. To say that you're going to make shalom with people who people don't want shalom. You ever hear such a thing? You say to somebody, you never say, say to somebody, oh, I'm going to have such a good time by your kiddush when you're making a kiddush. I'm going to have such a good time. The guy says, you're not invited to my kiddush. So, like you have these Jews running around talking about making peace with the Ishmael. And the Ishmael say, we're not interested in making peace with you. And they didn't lie about it. 
They don't lie about it. I'm not talking about when they make speeches in English with Abbas. I'm talking about the Hamasi Machshama. They say straight out. It's written. It's written in their in their uh, charter. They're not. They're not saying that they're, this this of the Amnesty saying the truth. And and that's what's scary. They believe in that. But when we stop believing in ourselves, then we never finish any Mulchama. Because you're not a warrior. You're not a fighter. If you don't believe the etzim, that you're fighting for your life, then you can't fight. And of course, it's terrible to talk about others fighting when, we, when, when our main fight is whether the air conditioning is too much or too little. But in, but in the Mizgaras of what we're learning as a people, which after we finish the I want to talk more as a people, the Neshama of Knesset Yisrael, as a people, to believe in ourselves as a people. If we would believe in ourselves, would I care what they say in the United Nations? I know it sounds silly because if there'd be any politician, he would get up and make a rebuttal and say, you think that the, you think that the state of Israel could, could exist for a minute without America, without our friends, our friends in Europe, without this friend and that friend could exist. And the answer to that is a resounding yes. One million percent. I believe one million percent. And I'm sure everyone here believes one million percent in the Borei Olam. And if we would believe that the Borei Olam, that he gave us, and that's who we are, and that a Yid, a Yid and it's a soul, it's one and the same. If we would know that, then we wouldn't care, we wouldn't think twice, and we would finish what has to be finished. And then it would be finished. Not, not uh, making new meanings they're going to have by the Gulf of Aqaba somewhere in some resort. We're going to have, we're going to have Jews and Arabs sitting at a table where they need somebody in between to shake hands. I like that ridiculous picture that, that we, that we remember from years ago. We have, uh, we have Yitzhak Rabin and he has to stand over there with, and shaking hands. <clears throat> he wouldn't know that the Menachem Begin, that, at least Menachem Begin, when he was doing it, you know, he was saying, but when we when we lost that belief in the means of who we are, then the wars are not the same wars anymore. It's a very different war. For a person himself and for Knesset Yisrael to be awake, then nothing in the world can stop us. We head straight to the Harabites with Mashiach Tzakim. When we don't believe in ourselves, we drag around in dollars for a long time. That's how it is. And we have to negotiate and negotiate and uh, I was sitting, someone showed me on the computer that there's this thing with, with Paris. You saw this with Paris, with the Turkey. They were having a debate over there in Switzerland. And I said, this youth has to sit there and listen to this. I to get up, I, I, to get up, if you be somebody else, you get up and scream at the top of your lungs, and the whole Switzerland could disappear. With all of the Rishon, everybody. With the whole Alps and everything. If a Yid would say Shema Yisrael from that place inside that's called Atzmus Yisrael. That's the Kaychus that we need. And that's, those are the leaders that we need. Hashem is should help. We should, we should see, we should see um, that, 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 as I said before, we should see Tzemach David Meherat Atzmiach with the Gula Hashem Vahamitish Meherat Yemen Amen.